0: Uh, let's talk about all that matters. Uh, today, uh, I want to talk about uh, the, the more in our life. And so let's talk about today what the more is for, what the more is for. And so if you would click on that. Come on, let's keep, get with the program back there. <laughs> Golly, am I going to have to go back there? And I'm just messing with you. Love them. Thank you, guys, for serving back there. Seriously, uh, what the more is for? Richard's probably freaking out back there. Hey, don't don't encourage him. Okay, help a brother out here. Uh, so Luke Luke's gospel is where we've been, and I want to start there, and then I want to lead into this. This series is all about all that matters. I, I think there's so many so many people that. They get tied up on things that really don 't matter, uh, and, and let me tell you this as important as this life is and, 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 and there 's things that are going on in this life, this life isn 't all that matters, uh, and more people more people put more uh, investment in this in this life than probably they need to because they think that this is what it 's what it's all about, and uh, this isn 't all that matters. Uh, there's eternity. And I told you earlier, I'd talk about that. Eternity's what's important. This life that we're in right now is a, it's a hiccup. It's a, it's a bleep in the radar and it's here and then it's gone. And so you know that your, your existence is forever and your existence is only but for a moment here on this earth. And, and too often we think that uh, you know uh, the things that are going on here on this earth is really what all matters. And honestly, you're, you're, there's going to be a point in time. You're, it's going to be so vague. It's going to be so so far removed in your memory that you're going to barely remember this this time here. Uh, when you you compare that to eternity, really, honestly, think about it. And uh, there's even times when I look back, and I look back, I don't, remember, uh, I don't remember anything when I was very young. My dad died when I was uh, three years old, uh, four years old. I, he, he got in a car accident when I was three and then died. Uh, uh, he was in a coma for several months and then died, and uh, I had a birthday in between, obviously. But, uh, uh, you know, I, don't, I, I have no memory of my dad, not one memory, not one I don't, mem- I don't have any memory of my dad whatsoever. And I, and I think when we think about eternity, there's going to be probably, when we get into eternity, there's probably going to be a lot of things we're just going to forget. But we're, 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 we're living this life as if this is all that matters. And we've got to change our perspective, our thinking. You know, your your hobbies isn't all that matters. Your money isn't all that matters. The the things that are going on in your life are, are not all that matters. You need to make sure that you keep a right perspective in order to live the life that God intend you, intended you to live while you are here on this earth. Amen? Amen? So I believe that's why Jesus said some of the things that he said. When he said, if we're going to be a disciple, if we're going to be a follower of Christ, that there's just a, a lifestyle that we need to embrace and uh, uh, adjust to uh, so that we are, we are making the most of our time that we do have while we're here on this earth. Right? Uh, I, every one of us, I believe, want to make a life-giving, uh, life-giving difference Through our lives that when we when our life closes when when it comes to an end by the way it's going to happen very quick it doesn't matter if you're young or old it's going to happen quick it's going to be there before you know it and when it closes you're going to look back and you're not going to be concerned about money uh what you've accumulated or any kind of things all you're going to be concerned about is the relationships you've had and the impact that you made are you make did you make it did you make a difference did you make a life-giving difference, an eternal difference? And so, I want to prepare you for that time. Uh, you know, I just want to. And, and for some of you, you know, that time can happen sooner than later. And 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 if you have been connected in uh, small groups and and that type of thing, you know that we've been walking people through uh, some some people passing and that type of thing, and uh, some older, some younger, and, you know, it's just, uh, it's going to happen. At some point, it happens, and we need to be ready for it, and and honestly, uh, I want you to make the biggest difference that you can make in and through your life, but you got to understand some things and embrace what Jesus is saying concerning your life. He said this, it's hard to swallow for many people. And we've been talking about this in the past few weeks, but Luke Luke chapter nine, verse twenty three, we'll start there. Jesus said to all of his followers, if you truly desire desire to be my disciple, you must disown your life completely. Uh, in another translation it says you need to deny yourself. Disown your life completely. In other words, don't make life about you guys. You're not all that matters. You're important. Jesus gave his life for you. But, you know, it's so that you can do something with your life. And he, he goes on to say, he says, You must disown your life completely. Embrace my cross as your own. Surrender to my ways. For if you choose self-sacrifice, giving up your lives for my glory, you will embark on a discovery of more and more true life. But if you choose to keep your lives for yourself then you will lose what you try to keep. And uh his and let me just say this concerning the uh God's ways. His ways are always going to be different than the world's ways. And uh but the best place, the most healthy place, the most uh prosperous uh place that you could possibly be uh in, in prosperity. I don't you know, people people's minds always gravitate towards money. Prosperity just is I mean, that means where things are healthy, there's things growing, things, it's, I mean, you're full of life. And, uh, and, and the, the best place you can be is right in the will of God. You cannot be there, you cannot be there living for yourself, being self-centered, self-absorbed, selfish in, in your living, in your life. Uh, this coming year, uh, we're going we're gonna to focus on discipleship. And, uh, it's, it's, and as I am studying for that and getting ready for that, meditating on that uh, and talking to our team on that, uh, one of the things that I discovered about being a disciple and just being a believer, because when you get born again, you, you're, you're a believer, but you got to be made into a disciple, And that's a process. It doesn't happen overnight. All of us go through a process, and we got to be made disciples. And it's a process. And one of the things that we have to understand is that uh, there is a giving up of yourself. There's giving up of your things. But when you give up what you think is important, what you think that all that matters, and you embrace what matters to God, man, that's when life gets exciting. That's when it truly does become life in our lives that's when my marriage i love my I love my wife I enjoy my wife i, I but I guarantee you uh, my my marriage wouldn't be where it is without Jesus Christ without embracing his ways amen and living his life okay, so all that being said, uh one of the things that i 've been talking about during during this series is that uh I've been talking about uh, something that it, it, you know, a lot of people uh, think that, and really you know it by their investment, that they think that matters more than anything else, and that's money. And I think a lot of people lose out on what God has for them because they put too much value on money. And uh, and so one of the things that we discovered is uh, I started out this series talking about what your life is for. What your life is for, and in that series, if you want to go back, you missed it, and you want to go back and listen to it. We discovered that your life, my life, our lives were designed by God to be generous. That we are at our best when we are generous with our life. That if we will just understand and embrace the life of a of of generosity. That we're going to discover that life is really exciting. Re- life is really full of of of, uh, of, of just just uh, a, a vibrancy, a, 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 a energy, and it's just life giving. And and we've got to be generous in our lives. So we talked about what life is for on the first message last week. We talked about what the first is for. And I also mentioned this, uh, talking about what the first is for, and uh, I, I said, you know, many people do not understand this principle, but when we give God the first, it's not meant to be a negative, it's not to be meant to be something bad in our life, it's meant to be something good. And so we talked about what that looks like and that it's, it's a, always a positive in God's eyes from the very beginning that this principle is practiced called the tithe. We call it the first tenth. It, it's not to be a, ever a negative thing in our life. It's supposed to be a positive thing. So we talked about that. But today I want to talk about what's above the tithe. What's the more for? Why, why you know, can we give more than just the first tenth? Can we give more beyond that? And 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 you know, what's it for? Why why does why would God want us to give more? Because the Bible talks about tithes and offerings, so it talks about offerings above a tithe. Why why would why would we want to even be positioned to to give more out of our lives? Don't you want to know? Yes. Uh, seriously, do you want to know? I mean, if we're called to be a generous giver then uh, I think we need to plan. The Bible talks about planned generosity, that you're to plan to be generous. That, so we ought, to, we ought to actually set our lives up to be generous beyond even giving that first tense so that we can experience some of the things that God wants us to experience. So what is the first, uh, what is the more for, the first thing that I want to share with you, the more is for kingdom influence. It's for kingdom influence. God will use the more that you give to make a kingdom influence in the lives of others. If you'll just reach out and, and use that more to, to influence people for the kingdom of God. I can tell you're excited about this already. Let me, let me share a couple of uh, one scripture in two different translations. Luke chapter 16, verse 9, it says, It is important that you see the, the wealth of this world. It is important that you use the wealth of this world to demonstrate your friendship with God by winning friends and blessing others. Then, this world, when this world uh, fails and falls apart, your generosity will provide you with an eternal reward. I really got excited about this, and I'll share in a little bit, but it it just excites me that God can use our generosity to make a difference in the lives of others. I'm going to yank it off and throw it against the wall. I've already threatened to do this. My mic's been messing up lately. Uh, And then then, uh, the voice translation says, realize that the purpose of money is to strengthen friendships to provide opportunities for being generous and kind. Eventually, money will be useless to you, but if you use it generously to serve others, you will be welcomed joyfully into your eternal destination. Uh, I I love when I hear how, how God uses the generosity in people's lives to gain them kingdom influence so that people's lives can be impacted. I remember there was a roofer that, uh, and, and if you've been around, you've heard this, but there was a roofer that purposely uh, befriended me and came into my life and he uh, developed a relationship with me when I was I was tough I was my I was not always the kindest individual and 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 of course I was a sinner I was a good sinner by the way I I I believe that when you sin uh, I believe whatever you do you do it heartedly back then it was hardly under myself but not under the Lord and so uh, after I got born again, I've given my life totally to Christ. But before then, you know, sinners sin. Yeah. You know, I, I see people get really upset at sinners out there sinning and because of their lifestyle and, and the things that they're doing. But you got to understand, what do sinners do? They sin. And, and so we, we just need to understand that they're out there sinning. That's why we're important. We need to have kingdom influence into their lives so that they can experience the life change of God in their lives so that they become righteous. Because what does righteous people do? Righteous people do righteous deeds. And so when you know who you are, when you become who you're supposed to be, and that's to be righteous in Jesus, then you'll start doing the righteous deeds. Well, this guy, he came into my life, and he just pressed through all the junk. He saw some gold beyond the dirt, And I had a lot of dirt in my life, and he saw gold in there, and so he just kept on and kept on and kept on and and kept praying for me. He told me later on after I gave my life to Christ, he told me that every time he'd meet with me, he'd call his wife and say, Hey, I just talked to Marvin. Be praying. Be praying. Be praying. Be praying. Be praying and he met with me quite often he did it purposely he'd come into my place of business where we where i worked and he would just befriend me anyway he he and he even went beyond that and he he was a roofer and i had some roofing needs and so he came and he did that work for me you know that 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 cost him and uh and he still he came and did it but one day after many invitations to come to church one day I said yes and that was the very day that I gave my life to Jesus Christ. I would have not I would have not said yes to Jesus if it wouldn't have been for him gaining kingdom influence into my life. Uh I was talking to my son right now just a, there's a business owner that uh uh, actually, is a, a couple that owned a business, and, and the husband died unexpectedly through a tragic uh, accident. And uh, and so my son, he didn't know her, knew him, and and she really didn't have anything to do with the business. But he contacted her and and just offered himself. So he's he's been spending lots of time assisting her, trying to pick up the pieces in this business. And, and I told him, I said, son, you know what you're doing, uh, because he could be using his time that he's spending there, to, and he's not asking anything, doesn't want any pay, he's not asking for any pay or anything like that, and there's consultants out there that will charge thousands and thousands of dollars uh, to do what he's doing for her. Yeah. Understand that. a matter of fact, my son has paid thousands and thousands of dollars for consultants to help him. And he's doing it at no charge, and he's just doing that. And I said, you know, son, that's going to give you some kingdom influence. And, And honestly, your generosity, you need to see it as just, you're not turning loose of something. You're gaining something every time you're being generous in somebody's life, especially those that are far from Christ look for opportunities to be generous in people's lives so that you can gain kingdom influence to bring them to Jesus Christ eventually and some it may take longer than others but nonetheless you can you can make a kingdom impact through their lives is that good or what man i tell you if i didn't share anything else let's let's get a better perspective and by the way when you give you're not turning loose of something and that's something that i you, you 've got to have faith, you, not only do you have to have a kingdom perspective, like I said earlier, but you 've got to have faith you you've got to believe god 's word that when you know when you refresh others, you yourself will be refreshed. A generous person himself will be blessed that whatever a man sows that shall he also reap we don 't do that as a christian we shouldn 't do that as our motivation. To give, we should not give so that we can get more, but we ought to give because we have such a heart for God and we have a, such a heart for people that we want to make a kingdom difference. Yes. Yeah. That's why we ought to do what we do. Isn't that right? Yeah. But God wants to make sure that we're just continually having a harvest in our lives so that we can be a blessing through our lives. And so, but it, that takes faith. Because what, one of the things that, that happens with many people is because we don't see an immediate return when we're sowing, when we're giving, when we're being generous in the lives of others. And by the way, when you, do, when you are generous, be generous without strings. Make sure that there's no strings attached. Just give because it's the right thing to do because God's prompting you. You know, I talked about that in one of the past couple of weeks that uh, in this series that God, he, he will lead you by your, the love of God inside of your heart, the compassion. When God's pulling at your heart to do something for somebody, uh, you know, there might be a lot of r- logical reasons why you shouldn't maybe do it. But if God's dealing with you in your heart, just by faith, go ahead and reach out and be generous to that person. And and as you're being generous, to that person somehow, some way, God's going to use it for His glory. Amen. Honest, honestly, and it, it, it just and and He He may use you, give you kingdom influence in that person's life. That I, I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful. And just really quick, just I thought about this one roofer, one roofer. One day, I'm going to see him in heaven. One day he I I you know I hadn't seen him in 30 years I think it's been maybe 29 years somewhere around there hadn't seen him in years and years and years but one day I'm going to see him in heaven and I'm going to I'm going to so thank him for reaching out to me but I don't believe I'm going to be the only one thanking him I I believe because our church literally Through over the years in different outreaches and different things that we've done, we've had thousands of people that have been touched and ministered to and actually given their lives to the Lord. And that's directly, not to mention indirectly through the different ministries that we support that I'll talk about today. I believe there's going to be a line going to this guy, thanking him for giving his life. You remember that old song, Thank You for Giving Unto the Lord? I'm not a singer. So, I would not dare to sing it, but Lynn, can you holler it up? No, you don't remember that it takes, faith. it takes faith, yeah, no that's foolishness right there, buddy <laughs> <laughs> to to try to get me to sing that's foolishness, that's not faith and so but anyway, um, your kingdom your your generosity will give you kingdom influence into the lives of people. If you want to make a difference that's how it'll be made. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Second thing I want to share, and it's this, is that the more is for kingdom building. Not only kingdom influence, but also kingdom building. Can we bring that up, please? Uh, It's up for kingdom building. So what I'd like to do is I want to just share with you just some thoughts on this. Uh, kingdom builders, you know, we have a, if you want to give through the church, we have where you can do above your tithes. uh, There's what's called kingdom builders. And I just want to share with you, I haven't talked much about it over the years. There's a handful of us that give into this. I just want to, I just want to show you what we're doing here today, okay? Because I think, and, and I actually, we've kind of revamped it, and we've, there was, it was too far scattered and we just actually narrowed it down to four points of passion four points of area that our hearts wanting to make an impact in that i believe that you'll you'll grab onto and you'll understand and that's this first of all is the next generation we we want to be investing in the next generation we want to invest in in honestly we want to do this in 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 uh four different ways in our leadership uh, I have a pastor friend that one of the things that he does is when he's wanting to move forward, uh, that the, the the church doesn't have the finances to be able to hire on, but in hiring somebody on, it's going to help the church to grow and to reach more. So he has a group of, of, of business people in, in their church uh, that he will, and not only business people, but uh, basically kingdom builders that he'll go to. And he will ask them, uh, if they would help to bring this guy on by committing to supporting over a year a period of a year 's time, and then they 'll go ahead and order um, order uh, hire that, that staff person he 's done that several times over, and it 's proven out to work he 's been able to build a kingdom as a result. And so leadership is one of the ways, and I thought, you know, one of the ways that we could do this and move forward with our students is through uh, bringing somebody on. And so that's one of my, my uh, objectives, and our goal is to do that for our young people. Uh, also, not only leadership, but discipleship. We want to make sure that we're spending and investing in discipleship for our, our next generation. I'm still under the uh, g- next generation and 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 eventually, we want to have an internship of training and and raising up young uh people that have a heart and desire for 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 ministry to do this full time in with their life and so we want to have some internship and that's going to happen uh, One of the things that I have in my heart is that we would prepare people for ministry. And that's one of the things that i've seen slip away that and 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 people used to have more of a hunger for doing this and and reaching people on a full time basis although we're all called to ministry and then also uh, scholarship we want to be able to scholarship uh people uh uh young people to for ministry and so pay for their 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 bible training uh uh just be able to pay for their Bible training. When I went to Bible school, I was in my uh, 20s, and when I went, uh, I didn't have uh, the means. Uh, I was already a parent. I was uh, a single parent, and, and so it was, it was a tough challenge. For me, and i want to I want to make sure that we're helping people if they're called to the ministry that we're uh, scholarshipping them and helping them to get to where they need to be in ministry wouldn't that be great if we had some kingdom builders that caught the vision for this and started giving towards that uh, secondly, local, national and global impact. We want that to happen locally, nationally. And globally, and I just want to share some thoughts with you guys there. And that happens in a lot of different ways. Uh, And when I say local, uh, that could happen even within our house here, within our church. First of all, there's there's a we get calls every week, every week, every week. We get calls for people asking for financial assistance. And I'm not talking about within our church, but outside our church. So, one of the things that we determine is we're not set up to be able to help everybody, but there's organizations that are. I know that uh, Gina and Rosie, they go and they, uh, they help with Meals on Wheels and they help deliver and they, they, they serve that away and give themselves that away. What a tremendous organization. Okay? Uh, uh, but we, 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 like the Salvation Army, is one that we support. And, uh, because there's so many people that in our, found themselves in difficult situations or in they're, they're poor and they need some help, and so we support them and so that we can redirect somebody, direct them to somebody that can assist them. And so that's one way. There's others that we support and we help in our own house. Uh, there's a, uh, somebody not just recently in our church that went through a difficulty and, and uh, they lost uh, some time away from work, so we kicked in and we, we helped them financially uh i know that there was another uh Uh, Miss Cindy I'm going to point you out but when she was going through all of her chemo and all of that type of thing, so we were on a weekly basis helping her financially and and, uh, there's uh, been uh, I remember somebody within our church body that uh, a family member had died and the family didn't have the means to bury them and so as a church we kicked in and helped with that funeral and getting that funeral taken care of that was all done through Kingdom Builders I don't talk about it very much, but I'm telling you, our Kingdom Builders is what supported that and made that happen. And so there's some relief and restoration and helping those that are going through stuff. We've had we've you know bought and, bought cars for people. We, there's, uh, we've helped in car repairs. There's been a number of different things that we've done through Kingdom Builders. Our handful of people that have that continually give into that. Uh, and my wife and I are one that are, are contributors to that, and that we all help make that happen through our, our Kingdom Builder giving. Yeah. What a tremendous thing. Uh, and so that happens. Uh, uh, so that's local on a local, but on a national, uh, we there's a church planning organization called ARC that we support, and this or- organization, through this church planning organization, this year our objective, our goal is to have 120 churches. We'll have a few that we'll be launching again. I don't know where we are, are on that goal, but it's probably pretty close. And, and so we're, 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 we're impacting thousands and thousands of thousands of people uh, during, that, uh, during the year process. Get this, and each year uh, through the ch- our church plants... All of these church plants, every year there's fifteen million dollars of that goes through these church plants into missions. So we're multiplying our giving. We're doing that through our giving. And, uh, and our kingdom builders, uh, please bear with me for just a little bit, because I want you to tell, I want you to see, we're making such a, we're making a kingdom impact through our giving, and then also that's for our national, our international. Uh, we have one church organization that we church uh, plant, and uh, to date we have twenty two thousand churches that we've planted. 1.1 million people attend churches through those 22,000 uh, churches every week. And we're a part of that. We're a part of that. And we give a percentage of, of our, our giving towards that and, and making an impact, a kingdom impact. Uh, the, the Bible school that we're from, we support that. And we want to make sure that we're making a global, global impact. And I, I text Doug Jones, uh, for some of you remember him, he was in, I texted him yesterday and I asked him, how many, how many training centers do we have uh, uh, that we're supporting around the world? And 243, uh, 53 training centers, Bible training centers. Just in Tulsa alone, where we, uh, I was trained up, there's been 28,000 graduates and so we're making a kingdom impact not only locally, nationally, but internationally where we're able to reach people's lives. Listen, what I see in all of that is there's Marvin Salcedo's all over that's being reached. I was one of those people that somebody went out of their way. They, they were generous. It was through generosity of people that there was a church there that was reaching out to the community that reached me. And guys, let's never forget that we're here to make a kingdom impact. Amen. And so please understand, what's the more for? It's to, it's to reach locally, glo- uh, nationally, and globally in, 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 in through our generosity. Uh, and so our other Kingdom uh, Builders uh, initiative, our other points of passion is this, is growing life-giving churches. Some of you know I have a heart and a desire to uh, to reach lots of churches. And so twice a year... We have pastors uh, that we invite into this house, into our church, that we uh, are training and equipping, and and we're ministering to them. That's one of the ways that we do that. Uh, In in January, we're inviting a a world-renowned speaker, author, that's coming in, and he's holding a seminar that we we as a church are paying for. Kingdom Builders are paying for. We're paying for this, and we're inviting... Other pastors, we give an invitation to other pastors to bring their lead team, and and they're going to come in at no charge Amen. so that they can, they can come in and they can be trained. And I'm telling you, we're making a difference. I was talking to one pastor this week, and he says, you know, they're making some massive changes in their church. And he says, you know, if it wasn't for your influence, we wouldn't be doing this. They they were at a place that they didn't care, and they were stuck. And, and it's because... Of your generosity, because of your giving that 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 happens, and so we also have resourced uh a number of different pastors i'm always uh, because i'm I'm constantly going through variety of books. I just finished uh, two books, and I'm always going through books, and so uh, we'll do that. I'll resource people through just books and giving them gifts, and we'll do that through our Kingdom Builders. Uh, uh, we we put so, uh, some pastors through some uh, conferences last year. Some things you just don't know. And you know, it's an unselfish thing, because it doesn't necessarily benefit us directly, but indirectly we're, we're we're raising them helping them to go to another level so that they can reach more people because it's not about us it's about the kingdom of god and so we're doing that Through our kingdom. So, what's the fourth? The 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 more for it's to make a uh, to grow life giving churches. That's one of our desires. Our mission is to grow a life giving church that reaches the lost, disciples the found, and equips the next generation. This whole this whole area here is just basically just telling you what we're wanting to do in and through our church. And then vision projects. There's a number of things like we're right now we're in the middle of our uh, uh, help. Getting uh, funds, and it's separate from Kingdom Builders, but it it'll, from now on will be under this umbrella. Uh, but we've been uh, trying to get twenty-five thousand dollars. I think we're about twelve thousand dollars in, or something like that, that we've raised for that. And thank you for giving towards that. But that's one of the vision projects to just help us to be more effective. Uh, we uh, are leasing. We want land. We want our own property. And so, you know, we're just going to make that part of the vision project. And that will come. As, as, as the generosity of our people, as God continues to open doors and blesses, then he, and as he uses you as a channel, then we can, we can uh, move forward uh, further down the road through your generosity. Does that make sense? Yes. So, so I, and I'm not asking you to give. Please don't give. Unless you ask God, and unless you just purpose in your heart, no pressure. Listen, I, I'll never pressure you. If you don't want to give, no condemnation either. Please don't ever think, because if you're, if you're getting that from me, you're, you're, you're getting, it's not my heart. I'm wanting God's best for you. I'm wanting God's best for his kingdom. I believe if we'll do it God's way, then everybody comes out winning. And so, land, property, equipment, that type of stuff that moves us forward down the road. Okay. Let me just, keep, I've got to download a lot and just a couple of thoughts, I mean, a couple of minutes that I have left with you. Let me take you to 2 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 6 through 8. First of all, I have the amplified. It says, Remember this. He who sows sparingly and grudgingly will also reap sparingly and grudgingly. And he who sows generously that blessings may come to someone will also reap generously and with blessings. Let each one give as he has made up in his own mind and purposed in his own heart, not reluctantly or sorrowfully or under compulsion or pressure. For God loves, he takes pleasure in, prizes above all, other things and is unwilling to abandon or to do without a cheerful joyous prompt to do it giver whose heart is in his giving more than anything god i believe in this series wants us to take on the heart of a giver in that we just need to know what really what our life is here for you know what 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 is it all here for why are we here what are we what are we here you know what is this this is what matters making a difference and so so let let me let me just finish uh whose heart is in his giving and god is able to make all grace and every earthly uh every favor and earthly blessing come to you in abundance so that you may always under all circumstances and whatever the need be Self-sufficient, possessing enough to require no aid or support, and furnished in abundance for every good work and charitable donation. Verse ten, it says, "In God, who provides seed for the sower and bread for eating, will also provide and multiply your resources for sowing and increase the fruits of your righteousness, which manifests itself in active goodness." That word, goodness, actually means generosity kindness, and charity. Thus, you will be enriched in all things in in every way so that you can be generous and your generosity as it is administered by us will bring forth thanksgiving to God. Man, there's just so much there. I just wrote it down in one sentence. I'm gonna quickly break it down for you and then I'm gonna bring this to a close and it's this. Our measure of sowing, according to the scripture, our willingness of heart, our decision to be a sower, our discipline to live a sower's life will determine the amount of seed we receive, the harvest we reap, and the life-giving difference we make through our church. Yeah. Let me break that out down for you. Our measure of sowing, you determine what you reap through the measure That's that you right. sow. Right. Okay? Yeah. You got that? I don't want to... I don't don't want to uh, stay there long. Our willingness of heart, I already made that statement. God wants it to come from your willingness of heart. Listen, it's all about heart. We talked about that last week. He's after our heart. He's not after your money. He wants your heart. If he has your heart, he can steer your life. And, And God wants to use all of us as a vessel of honor to do what he does here on this earth. So don't resist it embrace it and watch and see what God does to you. Our decision to be a sower. There's a difference between just sowing and being a sower. Bible says he gives seed to the sower. So, our decision to be a sower because you can be you can give seed and not be a sower, but you can't be a sower without giving seed. If you're a sower, you're going to give seed. And seed being whatever it is that you're giving, okay? So, and then you're dis- disciplined to live a sower's life. The reason I say the discipline because he gives food for eating, seed for sowing. You got to you got to be disciplined not to eat the seed that you're sowing and only eat the food that he gives you that he's giving you for food. That means that means he gives you he gives you the means to to live your life. He wants provision for your life. He wants you to have what you need in your life. But you need to determine with the Lord what seed and what's for you to live on. What you need for investments, what you need for that type of thing, you know, to take care of your needs, for whatever that looks like. I I can't tell you what level of life to live, uh, uh, status of life to live on. You need to get with God but I, I would venture to say there's more people that take their seed that's meant for sowing and they lift their level of living, and that's where they live, okay? And I don't think that's meant to be. You're, you're, you're not going to have the kingdom impact that you could have, financially that is, uh, if, you, if you do that. So you get with God. You pray, you ask him, and you let him use you. Man, I'm telling you, this excites me because my wife and ours, we're, we're sowers. We're givers. We're givers. And, and and we we believe in this. We do this as as a as a lifestyle. And then uh, and then uh, and then you'll de- you'll make the kingdom impact. You'll determine what comes back to you. Amen? amen, amen. So we are we are concluding this series. But I want you to take to heart what all that was said. What's what what's your life for? It was made to be generous. What's the first for? The first is for him. We, we honor him with that. What's the more for? It is to make a kingdom have kingdom influence and to make a kingdom impact. Amen? To be, be kingdom builders. And if we'll do that, I believe that God's God's going to prove himself faithful. Yes, you know. He says, try me in this, test me in this, see if it doesn't work. Okay? Amen? Amen? Amen. And then next week, we got a special guest speaker. And following that, we're going to be opening up a new series called The Hand of God. You won't want to miss that. All right, let's pray.